0: ARIZONA SPORTS The home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Burns and Gambo talk
1: Suns nuggets now. Having a little bit of deja vu here on the Burns and Gambo show because I think we spoke to Tim a year ago during the Suns Mavs series. Yeah, I thought we did. Um, He's covering the series for ESPN and ESPN.com. He's in town. He's sitting courtside, as a matter of fact, right now as the teams are about to go through pregame warm-ups. ESPN NBA Reporter Tim McMahon joining us here on the Burns and Gambo show. Tim, I'm Dave. This is Gambo. Welcome back to the show. We appreciate your time, man. Thanks for coming on.
0: Appreciate you having me, boys. I had to relocate. They were practicing the national anthem. Oh, so we, pre- to- we appreciate yeah. that. Thank We've you. We've been there. Yes, yeah. we Opening day, that. D-backs every year. They
2: start doing the anthem. We're doing our show on the field. I mean, it's we know awkward. what we know what it's like. We're the home <laughs> flagship home for all the teams here. Let me ask you. Let me, let me let me start off with this. Are you surprised that the Denver Nuggets are up two nothing in the series right now?
0: Uh, not necessarily. I mean, look, Denver's really good. Like They didn't stumble into being the number one seed. They kind of took their foot off the gas uh, late in the season. But it, basically, this was a wire-to-wire type of situation. And I, I do think that one significant advantage that the Nuggets had going into the series is not just depth, but knowing exactly how their rotation is going to work. Knowing exactly, okay, hey, we're going to play these eight guys, they're gonna these are their roles. Everything's very defined where it's kind of a unique situation for the Suns having made such a massive mid season trade. And then unfortunately K D didn't get to play a whole lot with these guys. Where Monty Williams is I mean, he's like experimenting and trying to search and find solutions. Uh like a lot of teams do in November, and it's, it's the second round of the playoffs. So, not necessarily surprised that the Nuggets took care of home court. Um, obviously, the Suns better do the same, or this won't be a very long series.
2: Well, we talked about that quite a bit. I mean, it, this is a great experiment, because we've never seen anything like this, where a superstar player joins a team and has eight games with them before the playoffs yeah. start. I mean, every time you go back to all the examples, Pau Gasol and Mark Aguirre and all the examples of players that joined the team and either won a championship or took them there, they all got 30, 35 Five, 37, 38 games with their team. This is so different.
0: Yeah, and there's also not a whole lot of those examples, right? Yeah. Uh, you can throw in Clyde Drexler when the Rockets repeated, but uh, typically continuity has value. And so uh, the, the great thing about this trade for KD is it wasn't just a A. let's take the swing for the rest of the season. Obviously, you were were acquiring him, and there's going to be a significant window with him. You're going to have him. You know, he's under contract uh, for the next few years. But it was always going to be a massive challenge for the Suns to contend this year, uh, simply because, you know, what you're talking about as far as making it all fit together and just, the you know, you traded some really good players. Uh, I know Crowder wasn't playing, but you gave up three guys that were – Key uh, starters or rotation players uh, on a team that led the NBA and wins last season. Now, look, you make that trade every single time because KD is a historically elite talent, um, but that doesn't make it easy. Yeah.
1: Tim McMahon from ESPN covering the series for ESPN and ESPN.com. He's our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Two trends, two games into this series, and I want to ask you about both of them, and I'll get your answer on the first one, then move on to the second one. Trend number one is the job that Aaron Gordon has done on Kevin Durant so far. From your perspective, is that sustainable for him? Is the Kevin Durant wowza game? Are we due for that any day now? Speak on that from your perspective so far.
0: I think Aaron Gordon is an outstanding defender um and I don't I I I don't think you can say that he's got Kevin Durant's number. I I'm sure KD feels like last game, hey, he was 2 of 12 from three-point range. I'm sure he feels like, you know, he sh- he should have hit a few more of those. I'm sure he feels like there were, you know, some of those mid-range looks that he had or shots that he should make. And look, can Aaron Gordon force him into taking, you know, a lot of tough shots, yeah. But guess what? Kevin Durant's been making tough shots his entire career. So um, I certainly would not rule out a, just a, you know, like a Hall of Fame explosive type of uh, performance from Kevin Durant. Uh, Clearly the Suns need it. And and he hadn't been very good this series. You know, game one, 29-14, but he pointed it out himself. One assist, seven turnovers. He said, That's, "We can't win like that." And then they can't win with him going ten to twenty-seven. Yeah, they need him to play up to his pedigree. And
1: then the second trend, and I apologize for cutting you off. The second trend, and, and granted, it's in small sample sizes, but we've talked about this a lot today. These these minutes where Nikola Jokic isn't on the floor, and, and what the Nuggets have done with those minutes. Now, some of that maybe circles back to Aaron Gordon, you know, and, and what mm-hmm. he's doing when he's out there. But the fact that the Suns are struggling to win those those minutes—is that a trend
0: you see continuing in this series? It better not be. It better not be. This, you know, this might not get back to Denver if that's the case. Um, and look, credit to Michael Malone, uh, you know, and this gets back to kind of the advantage of them having all season to figure out exactly how the pieces fit, but. You know they they went through a few different backup centers. You know DeAndre Jordan. What a surprise that didn't work out. <laughs> um, Brian. You know, then you go. They they pick up Thomas Bryant, and then they they realize like why. So, instead of trying to play a traditional backup center, they found this lineup with Aaron Gordon at the five, you know, Jeff Green at the four, you know, you know kind of interchangeable. Uh, that, that's been working. And so, um, credit to the Nuggets for having the whole season, you know, tinkering and, and finding something that works. But... You, you cannot get beaten uh, when Joe goes off the floor and expect to beat the nuggets of the series.
2: Tim, I don't know if you're surprised by this, but I mean, I don't think we should be. I mean, when you're paying super max to Duran, super max to Booker, max to Ayton, and near max to Chris Paul, there's no money for a bench. You're dealing with a bunch of veteran minimum contracts and buyout guys. The Sun's bench has been brutal. It's been a zero. They've been useless. Did you see this coming?
0: I mean, that obviously was going to be the concern all along, right? Um, you know, you, Terrence Ross, uh, a, a buyout guy who has been a total non-factor. They they need him to come in and knock down some shots. You know, TJ Warren. It's been a long time since the bubble, but uh, obviously a guy who's had some explosive scoring games in his career. It'd be a nice time uh, for, for that to happen. And, and honestly, it's not it's not just the bench; it's it's the fifth starter. And, and now with CP3 out for you know, at least next couple games, if not the rest of the series, it's the fourth and fifth starter. Um, It's a, you know, again, that goes back to you knew the challenges and you knew the risk when you made the trade, um, especially this season, but even going forward. And, uh, you know, that's why, like, Bonnie Williams played, I think, 11 guys in the first 15 minutes of the last game. Yeah, That tells you how much he is just... Scrambling and searching and, you know, just trying to turn over every rock looking for solutions. Um, that's not a good thing.
1: Tim McMahon from ESPN.com, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo show, in town covering this series for ESPN.com. Can Monty afford to continue to give KD and Book the heavy minutes? Can Monty afford not to give KD and Book the heavy minutes in this series, given kind of the way the roster is constructed right now?
0: I mean, I, I I think that he can't afford not to, right? Like, obviously, there are concerns that come along with running those guys minutes up into the mid-40s, especially with KD getting his age and his injury history and all those kind of things. But they, they can't win without those guys on the floor. Um, and so, you know, that's just that's just part of the deal. Um they've got they've got to get those guys uh, to, I mean, both those guys basically have to have top five player in the league type of performances for the Suns to come back and win this series. Let's. That's just the, the fact that you know, they've got a lot on their plate. and You know, as Book said after the last game, and, hey, you know the playoffs is a lot that's part of it
2: let's talk about the loss of chris paul for a, seg- a second he's clearly not the player 2 years ago when they mm-hmm. went to the finals or the player who played against new orleans he hit a wall last year against dallas and you know his game has slipped quite a bit since the dallas uh since the new orleans series cuz he struggled against dallas but still they're going to miss his scoring he's good for 14 15 points the elbow jumper finding his spot getting deandre ayton involved in in the pick and roll how much will the phoenix suns miss chris paul in your opinion?
0: I, mean, I think it's a major blow. And and the thing about CP3 is you, you'll you be watching the Suns, and you'll go three or four minutes without noticing him at this point, right? Yeah. Which kind of tells you that, that he's the kind. But you notice when he's not out there because he is the organizer. You know, he is the director. Even though he's taking the easiest defensive uh, assignment at this point in his career, you know, he, he's going to be the guy who's not just executing the game plan, but calling everything out, you know, get make sure everybody else is is in position. You know, offensively, he's uh, even if he's not running the show, he's making sure everybody's in the right spot. Um, I think they're going to, you know, that, that, that's a big blow. And and again, you talk about you're asking so much out of uh, out of book and and out of KD. Now you're basically asking those guys essentially to split, to split the point guard duties, right? I mean, I know campaign probably starts and. and He'll be listed as a point guard, but those are the guys who are going to be asked to Facilitate the offense, so you know these massive uh, workloads that they have are getting even heavier. Yeah.
1: Hey, Tim, we appreciate the time. Enjoy your stay here in the valley. Thanks for coming on for a few minutes again for the second consecutive year. It's appreciated. Well, we appreciate, I appreciate it, right, it, fellas? Yep. Thanks. Yep, thanks, Tim. Tim McMahon, ESPN NBA reporter. He's covering this series for ESPN. Our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. When we come back, well, first let me remind you because this is you're running out of opportunities here, Suns fans. We need you. Rally the Valley for Games 3 and Game 4. It's pretty much your last chance. Text the word TICKET to 620 Register. Listen for your name during the 5 o'clock hour coming up very soon here on Burns and Gambo for your chance to qualify for Games 3 and Game 4 tickets to see the Suns take on the Nuggets. Again, text the word TICKET to 620-620.